sweet hello everyone and the warmest welcome to Passion Break podcast. I am so delighted to have you here to join us listening inspiring, taboo breaking and wisdom filled stories so that you could reach towards to your personal potential and more satisfying life. Today I'm joining with Madeleine who is a podcast host and web designer with a goal and mission to be part of creating a society of healthy and empowered individuals through provoking conversations within the area of self-leadership, relationships, communication and health. In this conversation we're going to talk about Madeleine's work, her journey to it and also how to lead from a place of flow. So welcome Madeleine to Fashion Break Podcast. How are you today? <laughs> Thank you so much Jessica. I'm so honored to be here and uh, yeah it's my pleasure to be here today and I'm feeling very good. Thank you. I'm uh, I'm enjoying this space that we're in and that we're going to create together so I feel yeah it feels good. How about you? How are you doing? I'm doing really great, thank you. I felt like when I woke up and I saw the sun was shining and I knew that I'm going to have recording. I was just having like croissant for breakfast. Yes. <laughs> just celebrating a life. <laughs> I love that. I love your routine of having a croissant for breakfast. <laughs> yeah. It really has become like really a routine and I was just thinking about it that for maybe like for Scandinavians or let's say most of the Europeans, especially Northern Europeans, they're maybe like thinking of like what like croissant, something sweet, you know. But for like Southern European and obviously for French, it's like the norm. It's the ordinary. Like if yeah. you don't have cookies or pastry or croissant for breakfast, like who are you? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's it's nice also because I know we have been talking about it before, like what is the intention for why you do what you do? Like it's easy when you're in this realm of like personal development and health and you want to like maximize everything and you want to have all these healthy routines and then you look upon certain routines thinking that it's a bad routine or whatever, but maybe this croissant can put you in like a beautiful state for the day ahead and then that's the exact right routine for you to have. So I think it's so beautiful to also like challenge the view on what is the right and the the healthy kind of routines and yeah, like yeah. question the intention behind why we do what we do. Definitely. I mean, I agree with that like 100% and yeah, just sometimes just thinking about it, what kind of feeling it brings to you, not like what is the nutritional value in that food but just moreover like what feeling it brings how do you feel when you're eating and how do you feel afterwards and just like the process itself like putting the croissant in the oven and just smelling it or taking yeah. or like walking to the bakery <laughs> in the morning like that's a routine that's like a process instead of just you know toasting bread in a toaster I mean that's also good but you know it's not as good as croissant yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly I love that yeah and is this your first time of being a podcast guest or you've been before no actually I have been a podcast guest before in like maybe four podcasts or something four or five um and I I love the challenge of it mm -hmm. uh, I think it comes with a few different challenges for me uh which I love I think one challenge that I that I absolutely love is the idea of letting go of control mm -hmm. um <laughs> because when I'm the host it's me being in charge and here it's like I just have to surrender and trust that everything is taken care of mm -hmm. um so that's a beautiful challenge and the other one for me is to really like claim my own space as 
a person that has something to share mm -hmm. because within my podcast I'm the host and I'm the one holding space for other stories to be seen and heard and expressed and and um, and of course I'm I'm taking up space there too but this is a whole like being the guest is another way of showing up yeah. um so and that's nice because it brings up some some level of of like both curiosity but also like a sense of I don't know if nervousness is the right word, but you know, I can feel that I'm like a little bit outside of my own comfort zone, which is nice. I like to be like a little bit outside of the comfort zone, not mm. being too safe. Mm. Um, so it's nice. It's a really nice challenge. Yeah, I think it's like reverse roles. So it kind of gives you some certain yeah. insights. And yeah, maybe it feels also sometimes good. Like, oh, I can just, I can yeah. just sit and I just, <laughs> you know, exactly, tell my story yeah. and I get the questions and I didn't need to like think in my head the yeah. next move in a, in a way. Uh, but exactly. Yeah. yeah. I love that. And I really mm. wait. I also like want to go and uh, be a podcast guest. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I think it's so fun. Yes. I love keeping, <laughs> I love hosting, but I also love, mm. um, yeah, being, being a guest. Yeah. It's coming. It's coming. So could you tell a little bit about your podcast? What is your podcast about? Yes. So the name of my podcast is Perspective with Madeleine Mofjad, which is my name. Um, and the intention for the podcast, as you mentioned in the, in, the, in the introduction, is that I want to be part of creating a society of healthy and empowered individuals. And the intention and like my belief is that the first step to actually achieve meaning in life and to experience pleasure and fulfillment it comes by actually claiming the ownership of your own life and realizing like who you were before you got told who to be mm. uh, and I think because oftentimes when it comes to personal development we have this idea that we need to we have to get new wisdom new insights new knowledge and like grow and expand and of course that's part of it but I also believe that one part of becoming the person that you're like destined to be is also about uncovering so many layers that has been put onto you that isn't truly you um, and yeah. I think by bringing different perspectives to the table we can truly tap into our curiosity for life and like different topics and we can choose whatever perspectives that we truly want to like bring into our lives and the paths that we want to take on and dive deeper into um so the whole intention is to really bring like shine the light to new perspectives uh when it comes mm. to different areas within within self-leadership relationships health communication and i also talk a lot about sexuality and like the pleasure that we can all tap into in this life so it's like a, a wide range of of topics uh, and it's very much driven by my own curiosity to understand more about like life why are we here <laughs> and what is it that we can experience by fully tapping into who we truly are so that's yeah. I guess the short story of the podcast and the intention for it yeah and I love it like um yeah I've listened to your episodes and I think what I especially love about it is that they're so like wide range like there's people mm. from different parts of the world different ages different backgrounds different stories and like also some kind of like uh <laughs> I don't say crazy but like there's like a yeah like things that I didn't even know kind of 
existed exactly like kind of like oh okay like this is the title like okay like and i think it's so interesting yeah. to uh get like you know listen even like really like for example the bdsm uh episode i was listening to that like that's something that i'm not familiar with and it was just so interesting to listen because obviously uh the guest is very familiar with it it's like big part of his ordinary and to just like listen his exactly perspective was just so interesting <laughs> mm, and I'm so glad that you say that because I think that is the whole thing like you also mentioned in the introduction that I bring like thought-provoking conversations mm-hmm. and that's the whole thing too that I don't want to bring like the whole idea of bringing on a new perspective is to also allow yourself to be triggered sometimes. Of course, BDSM, I'm aware that that's a topic that will be and is triggering to a lot of people. Um, And I think our triggers shows us something that we need to probably need to to explore and discover. I'm not saying that people should go into BDSM, but to at least listen to a conversation (laughs) about it in order to understand what it's about and like what is the intention for the people uh, practicing BDSM what is the intention for them and like why are they enjoying it so much rather than than, than like immediately going into judgment and and, and saying mm-hmm. this is right or this is wrong I think it's it's interesting to shine the light to the conversation and then everyone can do what they want with the information so I think that's the whole thing with yeah. the podcast as well that I'm not like implying that everyone should like what I like um, and I'm not even taking a stand on anything uh, in the show but it's 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 a part of shining the light to new perspectives that I think is really valuable and important. Yeah, and that was actually a thing that I wanted to ask you was that um, is it more that you're holding and like space for kind of anyone or anything to come up or do you like have a personal interest always when you're taking someone like, mm, I would like to know more about this or what like motivates you or inspires you to like ask a guest into a podcast? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I love that question. It's like, I can't hide anymore. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I normally say that like, I don't take a stand on anything, but of course, like I always tap into my own curiosity when it comes to me choosing guests. Mm-hmm. So like oftentimes it, what comes to me is first a topic that I would like to talk about yeah. and then of course it could be BDSM, Tantra, uh, communication, whatever it might be um, and then I set that intention that I want to have that topic on the show and then oftentimes the person, the right person comes to me in the right time. Um, so I think every every single topic on the show so far has been connected to my uh, something that I'm exploring within my own life um yeah yeah that's that's the the deep truth (laughs) yeah because I know that for for some podcast hosts it can be that you are just holding this empty space and you're just wanting to have a different conversations with very different people and um you know I, I don't like I would like to say that maybe sometimes when you go to like a podcast host or a podcast page and you can see the episodes it's if it's a personal podcast so that there's one host it doesn't mean that it's like an Instagram feed you know what I mean like this is exactly who you are it's more of a like hey this is um uh conversations that I think that we should talk more about and this is just an empty space that if you you resonate with these kind of topics click you know and listen but like you said of course there must be always some certain like 
you need to feel some inspiration or interest towards the topic because otherwise it would be really lame conversation. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and I mean, the, there are podcasts, actually, like there's a few of them here in Sweden where people actually invite people to 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 have a conversation about a topic that they really like disagree on. Mm. Uh, and I think that's a whole different thing. Like, that's not what I'm doing. Um, even though I think the intention can be the same thing, that we bring on different perspectives. Yeah. Like, um, but still, I haven't... Yeah, that's that's not my intention to bring on people that I disagree with. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, that that yeah. is very provoking conversations if like let's say that I'm yeah. vegan and I am asking a like a person who works at slaughterhouse to come and talk I don't know yeah. I would be on fire <laughs> like it would be just too much you know <laughs> yeah and but it could also be so much growth in that yeah. to like understand you as a vegan for example in order like to be able to truly listen to this like slaughter mm. man or whatever <laughs> and like to listen to his perspective maybe he has like seriously and probably he does have a good intention behind mm. why he's doing what he's doing just that you two doesn't have the same intention <laughs> so i mean yeah yeah and i actually think that sometimes that's what we need like you know like you said in the beginning that we kind of tend to judge really quickly so um we go into this the space of like oh he did this because x y and z or she is this because she acted like that like it's um I've really tried to learn in my own life to always understand that there's always a reason why some person acts stresses talks whatever like in in certain way like if it doesn't resonate with me or if it even hurts me it's first of all, it's not my fault. I should never take anything personally. And then second of all, it's something what he or she is going through and I can't know what he or she feels and how they see the world and yeah, what the past holds, etc. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and I think that would be like the main thing that I've learned through my conversations on the podcast when it comes to relating like a relationship where two people meet and actually are like tapping into the curiosity for what you're saying now like what is the reason behind this behavior and rather than going into like creating stories or making up ideas of why the person is doing what they're doing to actually ask like yeah what is sure. your intention mm. and why are, why are you behaving this way because there's a lot, lot hidden behind this, like under the surface of a, of a person, and what we normally see from the outside. Yeah, I think that's that's a, that's definitely a point. Yeah, I I think it's just really important to understand that if something triggers you or if something starts to feel like, ugh, then just to like come, even try to come from like a compassionate space to be like okay yeah. I'm dealing with my own life my own business I'm not going to like think about his or her's life and like exactly. to why he acted this way or did that way but sometimes of course if something happens personally to us I think it's it's kind of it needs to be chewed like if it was especially very traumatizing like I I've gone now to therapy like almost two years and I just love that because it's so healing to be able to talk about it but I also have seen from that space that you know um it's it's something that 
we've gone through and I need to accept that it has happened and then I need to move on and not again judge that person moreover I come into the space of compassion and just like letting it go and not that I approved what happened and as like yeah accepted but I'm not approving it you know like that this was good thing (laughs) so it's not about that but it's more over like okay you know sending compassion keep going with my life and I send wishes for that person that he or she can deal with his or hers shit yeah (laughs) yeah exactly agreed (laughs) yeah and how long have you kept your podcast I've been podcasting for about three years now um and this podcast because I, I did another podcast before, but this this podcast that I'm I'm hosting now is it's been on for two years, so it's it's definitely been it's been a journey, and I'm learning so much like on a personal level by it, and everything that I every everything that the guest share shares with me, uh, brings so much wisdom to my personal life as well. So it's been two beautiful years mm-hmm. of running the show. Yeah, and so what was what was the thing that really kickstarted you to do it? Like, where the inspiration, and motivation to it started from? Hmm. Uh, my so to like start with my journey within personal development at first was that when I graduated high school here in in Stockholm, I thought and I had the expectation that life was about to start. Like this is when everything is gonna kick off and now I'm gonna be absolutely free. I'm gonna be able to create the life that I want and you know all these expectations that we might have. Um and then the day that I actually graduated high school I got the complete different uh, uh, like emotions around it and I felt trapped into some kind of prison and the prison was of course based on like other people's opinions and and ideas of what is the right way to live your life Mm. so I got immediately into like um, I got a full-time job that I that everyone around me was so proud that oh my god you're so young and you're already in this career and you're yeah you're like I was such a like young grown-up uh, mm. and living the adult life that I was expected to but deep inside I felt like I was trapped into a place where I didn't want to be mm. I didn't experience fulfillment and I yeah I didn't I didn't feel alive I just I was just like living to pay my bills basically um, and so I think there and then I t- really tapped into my curiosity and like trying to to understand because I looked upon people that I looked up to and I realized that there are actually people out there living lives that are filled with meaning and aliveness and and yeah feelings of of curiosity and yeah experiencing life from a place of of joy and happiness Mm. and so I got really curious about like what is it that these people are doing it's not about what they are doing like as in what they're pursuing but how are they thinking how are they acting like I tried to model the people that lived the kind of life that I wanted to live and so I started first off with like meeting I set up meetings with people here in Stockholm that were entrepreneurs like business owners and I started within that area of entrepreneurship because I, I I it was easier to me to find entrepreneurs who li- who lived the life that I was trying to live or longing to live uh, because I could feel a sense of freedom within those 
like people mm. so I set up meetings with them and asked them all the questions that I had been longing to uh, to get the answer to which was like yeah what what does it take to create a life of meaning and like how can we achieve that mm. because that was what I was after uh, and so I met a lot of people during like that whole year that I did that sort of project um and that project wasn't something that I like told people about it was just more about me meeting people for my own mm. sake and my own growth and my own curiosity and then I met one man that actually told me he was like Madeline like your voice is like I really like to listen to your voice when you talk like you should really create a podcast <laughs> and at that time I didn't even listen to podcasts like I had no connection to podcasting at all right um but he just yeah I think he gave me that idea and it was sort of yeah it, it awakened something within me and I realized that these conversations that I was having with all these people that I met could actually be shared with the world as well right and mm. I think I've always had this longing to also yeah to contribute to this world and to this society and so I thought that all this knowledge that I'm getting by meeting these people like other people need this too it's not just me having these questions in my mind wanting to get the answers so that's when I decided to create the podcast and and um, yeah truly tapping into other people's wisdom and then the journey started of like actually getting to know experts on the topics that I wanted to to get to know more about like we talked about relationships, communication, health, and like, yeah, starting the journey of finding those those people to to grow from and to learn from. Yeah. Uh, so that was the start. I think that was so brave. Like, I was just listening. I could, like, see you being, like, on fire and just messaging these entrepreneurs. <laughs> like, can we go for coffee, please? Can we go for coffee? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I think it's yeah. so beautiful that, you know, you didn't, like, be, or you didn't have that idea like oh straight away that okay I'm going to make a podcast out of this or something but just that it was your personal need it was your personal desire your personal like fire to go and ask and talk with those people and I think it's so cool that you know it was in you all the time but you couldn't just kind of realize it straight away in which format it is but everyone who wants to like tap into an entrepreneurship I think it is so important to remember that their answers lies within, like that they, they are there for you. And the first step is to really start. It is such a cliche, but I've realized like by thinking and journaling, like it will never come out as perfect. Like it will take different kind of forms. It will take different kind of roads. And like you said, you had another podcast first before you started this one, which you have have now run for two years and is very like successful, good, <laughs> running well. So I think it's really like um, good to remind those people who are starting their entrepreneur journey to not be afraid to step out and just start something um, and and trust that it will take its form by doing, not by planning. Exactly. And I think that's the whole key of everything that we go through, that we need to take the first step. Like, we don't need to see the whole staircase in order to to, to do something. We just need to see the next step and take that step. Mm. And so to me, like you mentioned, just to like share a story about how I 
I've taken my first steps. When I started the podcast at first, I, I actually did it with another guy that I met during like one of these entrepreneurs that I met uh, during this journey. And so we launched a podcast in Swedish to start with, because mm-hmm. at that time I didn't feel safe talking English. I didn't feel safe doing a podcast by myself. Like there was a lot of things that I had to go through in order to come to the space and the place where I actually had the courage and the ability to show up in a podcast by myself and also talking English like that's not my my main language it doesn't come naturally to me Uh, and so I had to take the first step of doing the first podcast in Swedish and doing it together with this guy Christian and and then I was able to take the next step and that journey like the next step for me also came because I was in the flow of doing other things like I went to uh, I actually went to an event I I guess a lot of people who knows who are in this personal development area they know a guy named Tony Robbins who is like a guru (laughs) within these topics and so it's a bit of a cliche but I I went to attend his events I went to two of his events during this um, time as well Um, and so I traveled to to Amsterdam and Los Angeles to to see him and during these events I I realized that there were so many people like having so much knowledge and so much wisdom that I wanted to to listen to. And these people didn't talk Swedish. So there came like the clear step of actually, okay, Madeline, now it's time to take the next step. Because in order to reach these people, you need to start talking English and you need to learn to get comfortable with that. So I think we always like, we just have to trust that the next step will come when we're ready for it. Mm. I think we wouldn't be able to see the next step if we weren't ready for it. So I think we need to trust that as well. I used to be like super sure that, or I've always been super sure that I want to be an entrepreneur. So I was drawing my business logos when I was 10. (laughs) Like I remember like drawing them and I still remember what I draw. And it was just always so clear to me that I'm going to be my own damn boss. No one else will going to tell me what I need to do, you know, and when I need to do it. And yeah, and I remember that around when I was like 16, I got super, super like strong sense that I want to start YouTube. And I did everything. I did like the YouTube page. I did like all the graphics. I like, yeah, I even changed my that time my uh, Instagram feed to the YouTube channel name and everything was kind of set and then when I recorded my first video I just never published it because I was I was too afraid I was too I wasn't ready and now it's almost like yeah what like six years and no more than that seven years and you know, I'm I'm thinking about it. What if I would have started then? Where would I be now? Like, like I could be so like high up there, you know? But then at the same time, I'm also thinking that I wasn't ready, you know? Like I had that idea, I had that force, but the truth was that I wasn't ready. I was too vulnerable to take like other people's opinions or bullshit. I was actually going to post travel videos and that's not, today at all my interest so it was just like sometimes it's also good to remember that you you maybe have to do a lot of other work before you actually get into your actual work so for example I after that 
uh, idea of starting YouTube channel, I went through so much in my life and also like so many different um, tipping points that like grew me as a person and also grew the interest that I'm holding today and the passion, the drive that I'm holding today. And I think that that was something that I really learned. Like I, I, sh- I shouldn't blame myself. Like that wasn't just the right time. And now I feel that I'm ready and I'm doing it. So I should be like super proud and focus on the current moment. Yeah, of course. I think, um, and I think that because many people struggle with like, oh my God, I don't know what my purpose is. I don't know what I should pursue, mm. with, like what should I, I should do with my life and whatever. And I think that is one of the first steps to actually realize that we need to try many different things. Yeah. I mean, certainly everyone doesn't have to try a lot of different things. But if you aren't sure about what you want to do, then that's definitely one one step to take to try. Try it out and see where it leads you. Yeah, and it can be also like a mix of things. So it doesn't just need to be like we like to box people. We like to box ourselves. So I like to say I was also searching all the time a box for myself of like, okay, I am a filmmaker. And I was like, no, I don't feel comfortable in this box. Okay, I am a um, person who talks about sexual health. No, I don't also feel that, that I belong in the box. And then suddenly, like, I make a podcast which covers all of these things. And I'm like, yeah, this is it. This is the big ass box. And the box is me. <laughs> like me as a person, yeah. my interests, my values, um my uh, motivation my inspiration like that's what my box is and I don't I don't need to like explain that box to anyone Mm, exactly yeah and I think it's so easy to we're so thought that we need to be in a certain box and I think that's so limiting because we're so much more than that and I think that's what we're both doing inviting different layers of ourselves into our own lives and and also giving that to others I think that's a beautiful gift to both ourselves and to the world yeah because i truly believe that deep 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 inside of us there is that infinite universe in us like there's so much to discover there's so many layers of us there's so much potential that boxing ourselves or titling ourselves is just going to like make make us small um and that is not going to help us reach what we want to reach in this life yeah that's so true yeah and we wanted to talk about uh leading from a place of flow so um do you feel like with your web designing career and your podcast do you feel that you are in the flow and leading from the flow with those um career choices yeah definitely i think to me to start with like what flow means to me i think following flow in my own life looks like being gentle to myself Mm -hmm. and listening to my own needs and my own boundaries within myself um i think the whole key in order to follow flow is to to really listen inwards and to tune in with with yourself and to not be so distracted by the shoulds and the musts. Mm. Uh, I think when I started my journey, I read all these books and I listened to all these mentors and guides and this and that. And there was really like this hustle culture that I got into, mm. a very masculine way of looking at achievement and like producing things and creating and 
and I think that serves its purpose and I think it suits a lot of people and it helped me to a certain point of getting like a lot of these steps that I took in my journey in order to get to where I am today it came from like me tapping into my masculine energy and actually like forcing myself to do stuff so I think it has been helpful but it's also a way of looking at things that comes with a lot of stress and a lot of pressure so I think life at least that's my belief that life isn't it isn't about pushing myself it's about allowing things to happen and of course with allowing things to happen I'm not saying that I'm just like a passive receiver not having to do anything at all Uh, of course not but allowing like coming from the place of allowing is so much more meaningful than coming from a place of pushing and like hustle and hard work so what I had to do was to really like shift the focus from being in this masculine energy and staying in this hustle culture thinking that I need to work hard in order to achieve what I was after and shift that into tapping into a more feminine energy Uh, and I'm not going to go in deeper into like what I mean Mm. with feminine and masculine energy because I'm not I'm not working with polarity work in that way so I don't think I'm the Mm. right person to like explain it deeper but I think for the people who are curious there's a lot of 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 like uh, sources where you can look look these things up if you're curious so mm. so to me tapping into my feminine energy was a lot about as I mentioned more of allowing things to happen for me and tapping into the flow of my own body of my own inspiration of my own creativity and like following flow for me could look like one day and this is the beauty of being an entrepreneur, right? That I'm actually able to set my own schedule and I don't even need to have a schedule. Like I can wake up one morning and feel like today is the day to go out in the forest. And then that's the flow mm. for that day. And then the next day it might be that the flow is to sit 10 hours at the local coffee shop and actually fucking produce and hustle. Uh, and then the <laughs> other day it might be to meet up with my, with my like lover and... Uh, have sex the whole day or another day Flo could look like having a cup of tea with my best girlfriend or whatever like there's so many ways of following flow but I think the whole idea is to really listen and and listen to your own needs instead of just pushing what you think is the right thing that you should do like the shoulds and the musts they are killing the vibe they're killing the flow uh so I think that has been like groundbreaking for me to really tap into a more gentle way of looking at business and and entrepreneurship and I think because one thing that I realized was also that when I got into business when I got into entrepreneurship and wanting to become my own boss as you mentioned as well my intention from the start has always been to achieve freedom like the intention Mm. has been freedom freedom in being able to choose how I design my days and then I realized when I was stuck into this masculine energy that I had just created another prison for me like I had become my Mm. own boss yeah but I, I had become the boss that I knew from my like my corporate jobs like that's what mm, I knew and that's the boss that I became for myself and then I realized that I don't have to be that boss for myself I can be this gentle loving and and kind boss for myself who allows me to tap into to my own yeah to my own needs yeah and I think that there's just that 
for many it's the fear and at least for my case as well there's the fear of if I don't work I don't earn and then my business is going to like vanish and currently and I know you as well like we're working with the money mindset and really kind of um yeah rediscovering what money actually means to us and what we actually want to uh discover as a financial yeah financial independence or freedom like what what does that mean to us um so that that's for sure something we could also touch on but I just wanted to add on that that I've realized through my own journey that sometimes you know the silliest thing like you said that you go for a coffee like with your friend you might like meet a new client in that coffee shop without actually seeing it or that while you're making love with your partner you're like getting this massive business idea like oh my god I want to do that and you stand up you start working and, and I just like realized that we tend to think that no I got to work and that the actual sitting down in a laptop is the work but actually all those ideas all that energy all that authenticity and the one who you are and obviously as you are the entrepreneur you're presenting yourself is coming far away from your laptop so I think it's just so important to um, really keep your ordinary of obviously in balance like you got to post content you got to put yourself out there yes but to remember that the person and the ideas and everything comes from different things in your ordinary than sitting on the laptop (laughs) exactly and I think for me what has been important is to realize also like okay so what is my what is my what is the responsibility that I have like because what I'm thinking about is the importance of actually being clear on my own uh, intentions. Let me put it this way. Like when we talk about the masculine and the feminine, for example, mm. in following flow or in relating or whatever, like the feminine feels safe and is free to, f- to, to follow her flow, her own feminine flow, when she's in the container of a secure masculine energy, like when she's in a container. Not that she's held by, like not that she's, pushed into something but that she's being held by a safe space and a safe energy and I think that's something that we can bring into our own uh, business as well and to me that looks like the masculine energy within me can create a safe container where I know what my intentions are I know that I'm going after this this month for example this month I want to uh, sell x amount of websites or i want to uh, get this person on the show or whatever my goal might be and then that's the sort of like the the intention and the structure that i can put up in order for my feminine to feel free and to be in her flow because then once i know this is my intention then i feel free to go out for a coffee date with you or with my friends Mm -hmm. or with my lover or whatever because then i know that the structure is set and I'm just here to flow mm. with it and like mm. and 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 align myself with that intention. But I think that is like a way of looking upon it that has really helped me to to like invite both parts. Because when I'm too much in the flow, it can also feel like like you mentioned, the fear of not producing, the fear of not doing enough or whatever. But in my personal life, when I have the structure, like the ground structure and the the clear intention, then I feel like 
I'm safe within that space to actually follow flow because I know what I'm after. And of course, sometimes flow could be that you don't even know what you're after and then that's okay too. But like, again, the key is to listen and, and to, to tune in with what you need and yeah. not even listen to me. Like I'm just talking from my own perspective. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then people do what they do with that. Well, that's so great. I love that because I think the lostness, like feeling lost and like, yeah, like that your compass is not working when you don't have that clear intention. So um, I li- I just literally like um, maybe a week ago, I went back into my notebooks and I love like journaling and always been really obsessed with the notebooks. And um, I've been now together with my partner for a year. And I was just like, mm. you know, like thinking about the past and thinking about my past relationships and kind of like, how did I get into this point? Like what changed before me, what, et cetera, et cetera. And I found in my notebook, like this super, super clear intention of like, this is the partner that I really feel tuned in with. Like, this is the partner that would resonate with me. He looks like this. He does like, uh, he does this. He acts with me like this. I feel like this with him. And I, I would, I wouldn't lie if I would say that like 80% or even 90% of that, what I wrote is in my partner. And Hmm. like what I wrote in the notebook down there was like, okay, universe, this is what I hope. And I wrote the date. So it was like 2018. And then I just said, I let it go. Like, I don't anymore try to search. I I don't try to push. I just say that, hey, hear me. This is what I want. This is my intention. And now I will just let the life like come and go and like you said you still need to be active like you you listen those sparks and you're like oh hey I want to do this I want to do that and for example I listened my spark from leaving my great job in Spain and moving to Portugal and in Portugal I met my partner so if I wouldn't have listened that spark uh, aka being active I would never met my partner so yes you have to be active but I love that idea of like you set the intention whatever feels right to you writing it saying it aloud telling it to your friend whatever that it's out there that this is my intention and then you can just tune into your body and listen like okay what is it today that I feel tuned into what is it today that I feel that puts me in an alignment and a flow and if it is exactly having sex the whole day great or if it is hustling the whole day great so I really love that I think and I hope that some people and the listeners could like okay write this down because this is good this is juicy great (laughs) yeah yeah it's fucking juicy yeah yeah and I yeah yeah, just so resonates with me what you're mentioning. It's so funny also because it's like, you know, when I met you the first time, I felt like um, I I really resonate with you as a person. And I've been thinking like, what is it? And it's funny because it's truly because I can see so much of myself within you. <laughs> so it's like, I like this person. I like no, me. And it's funny <laughs> now because, exactly, yeah, exactly. It's the ego is so satisfied. No, but so when I listen to you now telling the story of how you manifested your boyfriend, I have the exact same experience. Mm. So I don't even have to tell the story. It's just mm. basically the same story of how I, I, how I manifested him and I wrote this long list of how this is the man that I want to want to attract into my life and and um, like without 
without the need I was super satisfied with my own life and I didn't need him to come in but like this is the man that I'm welcoming if he's yeah, ready exactly. and mm. then like a year later he came and it's the most beautiful relationship that I'm I've ever experienced and it's so it's so powerful again when we when we are clear with the intention then everything can happen yeah and and I think that it's it's good to also know that universe has its timing I like to say that so even though I'm usually a person that is very impatient like I want it now like I'm just so like mm, dedicated but then to just understand that um, there is a right timing for it and it probably will make sense afterwards like okay if I would have met my partner five years ago like there wouldn't be the same flame that we have now or if I would have started exactly my business when I was 16 probably it wouldn't have taken the same steps and towards the same road that it's taking now which feels very aligned and satisfying so I just wanted to add into that masculine and feminine thing that for me like a really big realization was that as a masculine hormonal uh, cycle goes so that the hormones go up at 9 a.m. and they balance out at like 5 p.m. and they go down at the night. Like that is the cycle that we've put or work system. So you go 9, uh, 9 a.m. to work, you finish at 5 p.m. and you know the same thing all over again. And for a woman or the fe- like the feminine cycle, uh, menstrual cycle or the hormonal cycle um, goes like by month. So guys have day long hormonal cycle and we have as a woman, we have a month long. So what, what it means is that I can now remember exactly, but you know, um, certain time of the month, the hormones go up, 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 and then they balance this out and then they go down. So we should actually like focus more over the monthly working system because then when the hormones are going up we have more energy and when they're balancing we're like you know more like "Mm, okay and then when they go down if we push ourselves we're pushing our limit too far and I've just like understood this that um, I really need to take more rest when I'm having my periods but I know that there's some people that have more energy Uh, around their period so it's just again so individual but to not like to just understanding that or biologic like or biology or hormonal system that we can't you know do anything about um or try to change it of course we can do uh like have birth control and everything that changes it but to just like the actual base hormonal cycle that we've had years and years and years which is in us is going by month and we are pushed into this a day routine that um, guys have their hormonal cycle at. And I just were like, whoa, it was just like mind blowing for me. It was like, okay, now I got it. Like some days of the month, I'm just super tired. I don't want to do anything. That's okay, you know? And I know that some people, uh, they just don't have the chance. They have to go to work. Um, But I think COVID has also showed us that there's many different ways to, you know, cultivate our work, like have uh, working days at home or, you know, work a little less or have a different programs that helps you, et cetera, et cetera. So just find the solutions for us and to try to even your best and be really brave to like create an ordinary that is really tuned tuned in with your personal cycle. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think uh, that's pretty much a journey that I'm on right now. I've been on hormonal, hormonal birth control for like six, seven, I don't know, eight years maybe. Mm. And I'm, I've recently quit everything and it's so liberating and, and interesting to, to listen to the body and to learn my cycle. Yeah. So I feel like I can't yet say, like, yeah, I can't yet say that I know the cycle, but I'm really like, yeah, it's such an interesting journey. Yeah, yeah. I just think that this time of real living is so liberating for many because we are given these resources, we're giving this information that wasn't at our hands or fingertips in the past decades. So I just think it's so cool to just understand better about yourself and like, yeah, of course, the self-awareness in like mental and spiritual, but also like very physical level um, to just understand yourself that's such a gift because when you understand yourself you can be your best friend you can be there for yourself and allow it and not you know think oh I'm so tired there's something wrong with me or I need to drink an energy drink or you know do something about it that is changing it like just allowing the fact that you know your body is tired okay can you just freaking accept that (laughs) exactly yeah yeah yeah, but in, it's like you mentioned, like, we aren't living in a society that is well adapted to that. So we sort of have to create our own adaptability to the cycle. Like you mentioned, like the work days, we're supposed to work from eight, nine to five, six. And that's the masculine cycle. And of course, then we need to create our own cycle and like tune in with the cycle at first, of course. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's really a journey. So what, what a tip you would give for people who are trying to find their flow do you have any tips for them hmm I feel like all questions that is like do you have a tip for this or that or blah 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 like whatever the question might be it always comes down to like listening words Mm. like that is the only answer that that comes to me in this moment that in order to find your flow you need to listen in words and because I think we live in a world and a society where we are so distracted by what other people say and what other people think and how I should live my life, how I should structure my days and whatever. And I think if we constantly look for outer approval if w- about like whether what we're doing is right or not, then I think we're, we're, we're lost. And so I think to really listen in words and to, to allow your own truth to be heard, like, because I think the only resistance that can come when you, for example, decide to rest instead of hustle a day or have a lovemaking session with your lover or whatever instead of working or producing, the resistance comes. It's not your own story. It's society's story telling you that you should be productive. So if we let go of all these stories that we're, we've been told about right and wrong and all these shoulds, then I think we would have a have it a lot more easy easier. Uh, so I think the key really is to listen and to get to know yourself and to like sit with yourself and yeah, to really listen in words. I would say. I think that is a really good tip, and I am supporting that fully. But for now, are you ready for the four questions that I ask in the end of my podcast? Yes. <laughs> Thank you.
first question is that what is a childhood memory that reminds you of your truest essence? Mm, I I read this question before when you sent it to me. And the first thing, I think I have two memories that I want to mm-hmm. share. And the first memory is very much connected to my curiosity and willingness to understand people and bring on new perspectives even from like my childhood so when I was young and when I was in in school I like I didn't I never felt like I fitted in you know in how in school it's oftentimes so separated like these different groups in in that you have the cool girls you have the the, the sporty guys and then you have the nerds and you you know you have all these boxes again <laughs> as so in true. society in general but in school it's like so typical uh, and so I didn't feel safe or home in any of these boxes mm-hmm. and so I wasn't bullied or anything it ju- it was it just I just didn't feel at home in any of the boxes so I always even from from that age I always chose my own truth and my own path so my best friend became my grandma so instead of like after school hanging out with these sporty girls or the nerds or the sporty guys I went to my grandma's uh, place and what she did was to like she always made me feel so home because I could truly be myself and I I could I just felt like I was allowed to show up fully as I as the person that I'm supposed and and like destined to be and so she always had like friends over and of course she's now she's like 80 and then she was I don't know maybe 70 60 70 um And so she was really coming from another generation and she had so much like wisdom to share. And so I was sitting at the table with her and her friends, like listening to these elder women sharing their stories about life and like, you know, understanding their perspectives and their struggles and their journeys and whatever. And it was so much that never resonated with me. And I, I don't know, like, I don't remember what they talked about, but today I feel like that is has really been a part of me doing the work that I'm doing today because I learned at that age to really listen to people from different ages, different backgrounds and to to find like to use my curiosity to find that interesting because you know how sometimes you listen to someone and it's like that perspective per se might not be interesting mm-hmm. to you but if you can tap into your curiosity you can always find something interesting about another person and so I think for me as a child to sit with my grandma and her friends and to listen to their stories that was really something that has shaped me uh, and a memory that I yeah that came to me that is part of my essence in a way uh and then another memory was that by the age of 10 and I think this is so funny when you mentioned that you designed your own own business cards when you were 10. I think, again, there's so much things with you that resonates with me because we have <laughs> like, yeah, I can see myself within your story. It's funny. Uh, so when I was 10, I, uh, I actually 
because I, I, I've always been passionate about um, like fashion design and so I've been and it was also my grandma who told me how to sew mm. and like create and like ha- all types of handcrafting was really part of my life when I was a child and so when I was 10 I got an opportunity to design and sew like a whole collection of uh, hoodies for a skateboard community of uh, women so I did like I was I don't know if I was 10 or 12 but you know around yeah. that age and I, I designed and sewed this whole collection and I think that was really like the first time that I created a business opportunity and like g- created something that yeah, actually gave me money back and I could buy like my first computer with the money. And I remember the feeling being so powerful mm. of having created this um, this collection and, and this like opportunity for myself. Uh, and so I think that that shares the story. Like, yeah, it reminds me of the essence of me wanting to tap into my both my creativity and also the longing to like follow my inner guidance and yeah and my inspiration but it's also part of me like having this entrepreneurial vision from even from childhood it's really been part of me forever I I've never been able to see myself stuck in a work uh, in a like traditional job yeah I think the little stories are yeah. so beautiful and that's why I wanted to create this question because I truly believe that we can already see a little signs in our childhood that could indicate yeah. uh, our future path or what we're aligned to do um you telling that you were like even you were 10 and you were still interested of their conversation um I doubt that they talk about sex life at all no, but... didn't. <laughs> she's also very like Christian so she's really like rigid in that way so they weren't those kind of topics <laughs> there weren't those kind of topics yeah, yeah. but like the just the fact that you were interested of those even who were like 10 who you know would otherwise play with dolls or whatever what rose up from that story is that you you were kind of like that old soul you know that's what I like yeah. to call it as as like you know you you are in your child's body and everything but in deep down there's that soul who already has gone this child's child's pace like millions of times and now I was ready to like listen real adult shit you know and and talk about that so I think it's interesting and I think it's it's yeah and I, I mean now when I think about it it's so beautiful how the people that you might not think would be like the teachers for you in a certain area for example my grandma like I would never think that my grandma, looking at the person that she is, like, I wouldn't think that she would be the one teaching me about entrepreneurship right, exactly. and, like, mm-hmm. inspiring me to become a business owner. And now when I look back at it, it, it was actually her, like, she was the one, of course, among with other people in my life too, but she was the one actually forcing me and helping me and held, holding the space for me to to create these things that I wanted to create. I also remember when I was even younger, like five, six years or something, she she always used to like bake bread and sell in the neighborhood and go to like markets oh. and sell it and, and all of these things. And she actually made money from it. And then she invited me to do this too. So I started to like bake different things and, you know, I don't know, invent different things to sell. And I think that's what entrepreneurship is all about. Mm-hmm. And of course, today I wouldn't want to be a baker. Not, 
trying to create a bakery. <laughs> yeah. Um, but still, it taught me a lesson about entrepreneurship. And I think that's beautiful that my grandma could be that person. And that's not anything that I would think at that age that this is teaching me about entrepreneurship. But it did. So I think that's it's a beautiful story to, to remind myself of. Yeah. And I want to note that sometimes it can be the reverse. Like, I... Like, I truly believe that our family is planting seeds, those positive and negative seeds in us. And um, sometimes it can be that what your dad did, you're like, I will never do that. Or like, I will never want to be an entrepreneur. Like, that's not fun, you know? So like, it, it can be super inspiring. It can be like, exactly like setting that seed. I want to do that. Like, that's that's something I want to do. Or then it can be like, mm, like that is also a gift to know, like that's not what I want to do because that is then like taking one option away in this multi-optional world and it just like direct you towards to something that might then resonate with you more. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, there's so many layers. Yeah. And then um, the second question is that when it comes to meeting new people, what is your big turn on? I loved this question so much. Yeah. No, I mean, it was so funny because it, I, I, yeah, I just loved it. And the first thing that came to me was how I get really turned on by people who are curious, mm. like curiosity. And of course, you might have heard me use that word like a million times already this conversation, but it's because I love it. Like I love people who are open to listen to other people's stories and to instead of like going into this idea of judgment and judging whether something is right or wrong again mm. as we talked about before I think it's so beautiful to be able to tap into your own curiosity and to truly want to like understand where the person is coming from and I think people that are curious also comes with like an open heart, an open mind, an open, like you have to have your ears and your eyes open in order to be curious. So I think it shows like a person who is curious, they come with a certain energy. It's like an open energy instead of a shutdown energy. So I'm very much turned on by people who are tapped, who have tapped into their own curiosity. That's good. I think that's, that's the answer. Yeah, I like that. And <laughs> It, I think also people who are curious, like they have a little childlike feeling of them, like that, that yeah. they're not shut down and kind of like just in a tunnel, that they're really open and being like curious of life and world. And they're like fun people to be around, I would say. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then the third question is that if you would have two months to live, what would be your next move? <laughs> yes <laughs> this question also like awakened so much thoughts within mm. me I realized that like the answer to the question of what I would do if I just had two months more like here on earth like the answer immediately sent me to like my my highest values mm. so I think the first thing that I would do was would be to like yeah to like find a way to like give away all my stuff that I don't need like to give away like to to find to make sure that my material stuff is being given away to people that truly needs it <laughs> that's like that's the first thing that yeah. came up um 
And then the other thing would be to like and now this connects to my value and my need of contribution mm. to this world. I would, I really, when I tuned in with this question, I really felt this need to like, I need to package my knowledge in a way that makes it like, that can, that can stay here on earth, even though I, I move yeah. on. Like I, I really felt this need to, to create something, a space yeah, where my knowledge would be safe, mm. like all the wisdom that I have attained from my work and the things and people that I met and the conversations I've had, I would like to create a container for that uh, so that I could die knowing that a part of me will still be here with people in order to like, so that I could still change people's like ideas of themselves and their perspective even when I'm not here. So I think that was the second thing. And the third thing, when I've done those two things, <laughs> when I've done like the mission driven things, then I would uh, want to gather like everyone that I love and uh, go to like a secret island somewhere in like a sunny, hot island, like, you know, a warm place, an exotic uh, place uh, and just dance, celebrate life, sing, talk, uh like enjoy each other's company I think that's that's what I would like to do like eat fresh fruit for two months and then sleep tight I love that. <laughs> I love to listen this like this is probably one of my favorite questions of them because I think that yeah. it's not exactly just waking up waking up thoughts in you but I think it's waking up thoughts in people and exactly like I think we all have a very different answers. Like, it's not just like, oh, I would love to see my family or I would like to, I don't know. Like, yeah, it's exactly so different for everyone. It's not the basic thing that we think about that when you're lying in your deathbed. Like, if you still have two months to go and do, like, what would you actually do? And this question was in the end of a one book. Like, there was two people who wrote this book and they were... Um, working in a hospital like the section where you know they know that the patients are soon passing on and they like they left that book like with that question and then they like at it go and do it now like what are you waiting for wow I just love that because exactly a friend of mine passed on a year ago and he was only 23 and it was very sudden death and it just left me with a very big question exactly like what would if he would have known that he has only two months to live which nobody expected obviously as a healthy young guy um then you know what he would do what would have he done differently who would have he called you know all of these questions and that's why like even though it's kind of terrible to think about like oh well I don't want to think about my death but the reality is that it's part of life and I've really come close with death in such a way that I'm not I don't feel it I don't feel fear towards to it of course I feel fear of how it's going to happen but I I just understand that uh it's not the end it's a new beginning um and I'm gonna end this life that I'm living now but I want to do an ordinary and create an ordinary that I'm making sure that I'm enjoying the most of it while I'm still living <laughs> Yeah, definitely. I think that's, it's a beautiful question to ask yourself. That's definitely, yeah. yeah. And I think your answers were really good and they're like re resonate mm. there. Um, mm. Yeah, 
The fourth question is that what would you say for someone who is trying to find direction in their life? For someone who is looking to find direction in life, I would say that the first thing is to get really fucking curious about what turns you on in life. And with this, I mean, like, what is it that makes your heart spark? What is it that makes you feel alive? What is it that you truly want to experience during your time here? I think we need to ask ourselves the right question. I don't think it's about, like, finding the purpose or what you're destined to do, but rather, like, what is it that you want to feel? And so I think that's the first step to, like, get curious and to really want to find out what is it that turns me on in life. And I think the other thing would be to allow yourself to to really try different things out. If you struggle with knowing what you want to do, I would say try different things and allow yourself to start new things but also to finish and to quit things like if it doesn't resonate with you if it doesn't align it's okay to leave it's okay to stop it's okay to change your mind and I think the third thing would be to also allow the perspective of how you have every time like you have the time in your favor like if you're I guess your main audience is like around our age uh, and so I think that we need to remind ourselves that we have all the time in the world to find mm. the direction we don't have to have it figured out because like no one has it figured out yeah. Like, even the people that you listen to in podcasts and, and, and read books about, like, no one has it figured out. We just know what we're doing in this moment and it feels okay. aligning right now. But tomorrow it might be something completely different. So remind yourself of that, too, that it's, like, there's no stress, really. I love that. That's, that's the keys, I would Very say. Very well said. Wise words. Proud of you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm proud of myself too. That's good. (laughs) It's been so like cool conversation to have you here. So how how do you feel, Madeleine? How do you feel? I feel very good. It's been so nice. I love your way of holding the space and your energy and also the sharings that you do in the show. And I also feel like now I feel like my brain is so like mishmash. I have no idea what we have been talking about. And that's scary, but it's also nice. (laughs) Like I will definitely have to listen to this afterwards to know what we've talked about. So I think that's a good sign. Yeah, and I actually want to say out loud that um, for the listeners as well, that I don't usually have any structure or I don't have a structure for this podcast. And that's why even though we come into the space knowing a little bit what we want to talk about, it will take different kind of roads. But I myself just trust intuitively that this is what we are meant to talk here because it comes at it comes with ease and it comes with comfort and joy um so yeah it's 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 something that or energy in this space created and i think that's really beautiful part of it even though it's a little mm. mess but mess is nice mess is inspiring mess is good <laughs> yes <laughs> the rawness thank you so much jessica for inviting me it's been oh my pleasure. thank you thank you for joining in and i also want to thank all the lovely listeners so if you found great value in this episode uh share it further to your friends and loved ones and you can also join the sassy ride of fashion break podcast by clicking the follow button on the platform you're listening from and madeleine would you tell where the people could find you if they want to reach out yes so you can find me on instagram 
Instagram by searching for my name Madeleine Mufjad or yeah like my Instagram name is Mufjad without it's hard to explain maybe you can just put the link in the description yeah I will, I will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah um and you can email me connect with me I'm pretty much I'm really much open to connect with everyone and to listen to to people's stories so if they have anything to share they're so welcome to contact me and to connect and you're very active on Instagram, so um, that is a great page to follow. And of course, go and listen to your podcast. But you have every second episode is in Swedish, right? So every... Uh, it's, yeah, it's not really structured that way. Like, okay. but it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's a mix. Sometimes it's Swedish, sometimes it's English. But it's not really like every second. But yeah, it comes and goes. Um, the main the the intention is that the episodes are going to be in English, um, mainly. But then now I've invited some Swedish guests too, so it's it's a mix. Okay, okay, cool then. But I want to wish all the listeners a lovely, lovely rest of the day. We're sending hugs from here, from Sweden, wherever you are in the world, and we hope a great rest of the day. Bye, bye. <laughs> <laughs> Number one desirable I do what I want when I want and how I want it Leave you with the one in the air That's how I want